I don't think there's a ton of podcast people out there. No. I think if there were, then this show would just be like, boom. It'd be, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that. I think it but, would. But I do agree with the sentiment that, like, there, like there's a lot of, like, stuff that's marketed towards, like, podcasting. Um, and there's definitely, like, hugely successful podcasts. Mm-hmm. But I think that you're right, that, like, the wider... Uh, just the general population like doesn't listen to as much podcasts as you would think. I like I, personally. I don't like you. Always like yeah. you always talk to me as if I was uh, definitely a podcast person. And like I listen to podcasts like here and there. Like, yeah. well, there you go. One one of the two hosts of the podcast is not a doesn't even person, listen so, to podcasts. Yeah, so I can't blame our audience for not partaking. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I'm 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 happy with season one. It was good. I think season one uh, laid a foundation. Um, I think we're I think we're going places with this thing. Well, we definitely got renewed. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I was in uh, I was in Philadelphia this past weekend uh-huh. uh, doing work, and while I'm up there, weather's great. Like. It's it's good times. Like, it's September in the Northeast, and apparently that's weather's happening. And I get a text from my roommates that says, Hey, I think our AC might be broken. And when you think that your AC is broken, that means that it definitely is broken. So I, I get off the plane back in Houston, and it's hot because it's Houston. Mm-hmm. And I get a text from my roommate, like, after I get back uh like to the office and he's like, I'm going back to Katie to my parents' house tonight. Uh, cause it's too hot in our house. And I was like, dang it. Because I got home and it was too hot. Okay. And then, but so last night, and so like my, why didn't you just sleep in the office? That would have been a solution. Uh, I don't know. That's disgusting to me. I, like, I wouldn't the, do that. That, either, that, enti- but... that entire concept. Just did you even consider it? I, I thought about it. I was I was like running down my list of you options know, we, of where I could sleep. We work in a convention center. I'm sure you could have found a space somewhere that wouldn't have been gross. Do you know what I like? I have like I've taken naps here. Okay. Because like I've had to do like early morning interview yeah. like appearances stuff, and so like I'll go and do that and then nothing to do so and it's like seven o'clock so i'll come here go to starbucks and just kind of find a spot and just kind of sit and close my eyes hmm. but i mean you know but i definitely would not do that for like a night like i wouldn't <laughs> like i wouldn't like come here and just kind of cozy up on a couch and be like this is a good bed i think i would i mean uh, just, just for the experience, just to be able to say you did it. No, you wouldn't want. I think I would. If I, if I was, you know, a uh, single dude, uh, had no place to stay. Yeah, sure. Let's hang out in your, the George R. Brown convention center. Who knows like what nighttime conventions they have here? Like a ghost convention or something. I don't think that. <laughs> These ghosts walking around with lanyards and... <laughs> Um, excuse me, uh, how do I get to, how hall do I get B. to Hall B? It's always Hall B. <laughs> <laughs> it always was. Nobody can find this mysterious Hall B, even the ghosts. <laughs> Ghouls. Yeah. Just float between the walls, dude. Yeah, exactly.
Never movie. All right, so the name of this movie is Green Street Three: Never Back Down, but it's also known as Green Street Hooligans Three: Underground. So the broad strokes of this movie is: this is the third part of a trilogy of movies called Green Street that follows. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not good with the supporter club lingo, but there are firms who support West Ham. The first movie had Elijah Wood in it. Uh, second movie, I don't know who I had in it. This one has this guy named uh, Scott Adkins, who's apparently some mixed martial arts fighter. He was in The Expendables Part 3. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say, I saw the first one. You saw the first what? Expendables? Expendables. No, he's only in the third movie of trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> he's only allowed to don't, be. I don't remember seeing him in... Uh, Return of the King. No, he wasn't. Well, he could have been an orc or something. Actually, very true. He probably was, to be honest. Absolutely was. (laughs) He's the kind of... So, this guy, this guy, Scott Atkins, is totally like the kind of guy who's just like a stuntman in movies. But what's funny is... Somehow landed a leading role. Yeah. So, so in the third movie of Green Street, he um, plays a guy who's like a former member of this firm called Green Street. And his kid brother dies in the opening-ish scene. Is that guy supposed to be Elijah Wood? Yeah, he totally looked like Elijah Wood. Because, like, because he... Be, but he looked very much, like, not Elijah Wood. Like, very much enough not Elijah Wood. Well, he definitely isn't, because Elijah Wood in the first movie is an American. Uh, so he's definitely... Okay, the char- okay, okay. But I do think they intentionally cast a character who kind of looked like him. Because that's the only connection I can think. Remember, like, this kind of successful movie right. that had this, like, A-list actor? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so uh, so so his brother dies in opening scenes in the movie, and so the rest of the movie is him trying to figure out who killed his brother. <laughs> but but it's such a weird premise because I um, I didn't really get that there was a mystery at first. <laughs> I didn't understand what he was doing, like why he was. So he gets he gets to town and he joins up with his old firm. Who and he's like at first he's really antagonistic towards them, but then he's like starting to buy them drinks and starting to get uh, mixed in with them. And I'm like, I don't really get what he's doing. And then you re- he talks to his, his buddy who's a cop, and he's like, This is the only way I'm going to figure out who killed my brother. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't get that. That was a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, like that. I'm with you because like I read the I read like the synopsis, and mm-hmm. it said that he's like out for revenge. And I'm like, Oh yeah, so he knows that his brother got killed in yeah. in a like a firm fight yeah um and he's just out to just wreak havoc on the streets right no like he doesn't know that he, he got know. killed in a firm fight yeah there's this whole like <laughs> mystery about it and then so but then, the thing is is that like he doesn't like he goes and talks to his and to his cop friend yeah but like you never see him like actually like doing any detective work no his whole like, plan he, like, is his, just his, to, his plan is just to like get mixed in with the, with his old firm and yeah. just kind of well, I mean, that was maybe, my thing. maybe it comes to him. <laughs> kind of one of the whole points of the movie is that his old firm is like these bunch of overweight dudes who are no good at fighting. And he like kind of transformed them into like an elite fighting team. But before he does that, if he wanted to solve the mystery of his brother's death, he definitely could have just beat up those guys <laughs> and, and, and punched <laughs> the answers out of them. Because, like, you know, his plan for getting answers out of them is to, like, become their friend and buy them drinks and teach them how to fight. And I'm like, there's a much faster route. Just kick their asses and ask them, well, who killed my brother? That would have been a much, like, more direct plan, I think. But, um... 
but yeah, it was weird. It was weird that it was set up as a mystery. And then once I realized that that was what the intent of the movie was for it to be some kind of like whodunit, I immediately thought, well, the only way this movie is interesting is if it was the firm who killed his brother, which ended up being kind of a misdirect. Which I can't decide is they it, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess I was duped. <laughs> Except that that would have been a better like. I mean, if they had held to that, I don't know. And I don't think it would have been better, but it just would have I don't know been more interesting, I guess. So, so the the main guy Danny, he, his name is Danny. <laughs> he. Uh, <laughs> So he gets in, he gets in back in with the firm to to so that he can do his investigation into who killed his brother. And so as part of this, it is revealed to him that football firms in England don't even care about football anymore. All they care about is underground fighting, and they they settle their scores in these underground firm fights, like fight clubs, if you will. Yeah, right. but it's but it's set up in a league system. Yeah. Like, like you fight and like there's a table and like if you win then you get three points. And then, but Billy, there's only wins and losses. So Gilly says no ties. no ties. And I wrote that down because I was like, I thought that was just an American thing about how American soccer fans don't like ties, but apparently they don't like ties in England. Either. I don't know. I thought they were cool with it, but apparently not. Well, no ties. How are you going to know if it's a tie though? Because you have five five people fighting, five v five. So. Was were they all fighting at the same time in that opening when the brother dies? Uh, because it looked to me like it was just him by himself. Well, I guess that's the reveal in the movie. Yeah, that that's just, they they show after they show the reveal that like it is the whole okay the whole team. So part of the reveal of the movie is, and I think it, I think that that was before like the league got set up. I think they were just picking out like oh, underground right. fights after after hours. Oh, okay. Because remember, like, he just, like, walks up to his firm, and they're like, nah, like, we don't fight anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, <laughs> well, like, how so like how are they in the league if they don't fight? They don't fight. That's why when when Danny starts training them all to how to be badass fighters, I kept thinking, why why are these guys participating in this at all? Like, they don't seem interested yeah, in like, fighting. We don't want to fight. When, like, when, Dan, when Danny comes into the scene, like they're already like, Oh, and four in this league. Yeah. I'm they're like, like, why did you even yeah, participate four times? Just, <laughs> just like stay at home, yeah. you know, stay at your bar. Like you seem like you're having a good time there. Yeah, they're very reluctant. participants. <laughs> in this whole thing. One of their members has died. Why? Are they, <laughs> I didn't get that at all. Like, <laughs> And then I also thought it was funny is that, like, the guys in the firm, one of them is, like, an obviously overweight dude, Gilly. He's the leader. Another one's kind of a, a dorky-looking dude who ends up being, like, a, a somewhat good fighter. But then, like, the other guys in the team all look like mixed martial arts fighters who just haven't been trained. But, like, once you see them in action, you're like, oh, yeah, they didn't yeah, really need told, training. Yeah, he totally knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, all right, so... So Danny's brother dies. He comes back to town. He wants to investigate what killed him. And he goes to the bar and he meets, I don't remember her name, the one female guy. Molly. Polly. He meets no, Molly. 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 Whatever. Molly. He meets Molly. She runs the bar. So, but here's the deal. Is that like, so like the bar is like regularly lit and uh-huh. he like works his way through the crowd. Immediately, like when the crowd like parts. Mm-hmm. For the bar, it's really subtle. You might not have noticed it, I didn't. but there's like a spotlight on Molly. Like okay. she's lit differently. I wonder what that symbolizes. I don't know. 
I don't know, but I like I just barely caught it when I was watching, and I was like, you know, kind of subconsciously, I was like, do you know what? There might be something to this gal. So I didn't expect this movie to like pass the Bechdel test, <laughs> but when they introduced her, I really thought this isn't going to be the one female character in this movie. <laughs> like, is there? And she ended up being the one female character uh, in the movie. There was, and his she, his mom had a couple lines. I don't remember her having any lines in the flashbacks. And I don't know. Even if she had two lines, that doesn't mean she's a character. So no, Molly she no, was, she wasn't a character. Molly is one female character in the movie, and uh, she really exists only to be his love interest. <laughs> And I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know, part of me, yeah, I know this was like a direct-to-DVD movie or whatever, but I still kind of had higher expectations. Well, see, what I kind of hoped from her was, like, there's the scene where she's getting, like, groped in the bar. Yeah. And Danny's about to get up and fight this guy, stand up for his woman. Mm-hmm. But then, like, she, like, puts him in an arm bar and, like, kicks him out of the bar. And you're like, oh, like, she's a good fighter. Right. I was like, oh, yeah. She's totally going to join the firm and is going to kick some ass. Yeah, no. Uh, no. She's a spectator and, and, in yeah, the fight. <laughs> yeah, like, she, she fights the dude to get in, like, to watch the fight, yeah. and then just watches the fight. No, they yeah, didn't. She was useless, and I don't know, maybe they're setting it up for part four. Maybe <laughs> Molly's Revenge. Yeah, this is one of those, well, like, it's like a Marvel movie where she's just introduced. and she, the, thing, the thing about her, though, was I kind of blanked during... Um, one of the scenes where I think, like, kind of her backstory, like, how she's... I definitely, yeah. Because, like, they, they go into, like, oh, yeah, like, she's so-and-so's brother, and I was right. like, oh, dang it, missed that. Am not going to rewind. Nope. Because uh, I'm trying to get this over with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was but, a I, whole... but I was like, oh, like, this, damn it, like, I'm going to have to, like, it's going to come into play, like, the, her brother's going to see that she's hooking up with Danny, and then there's going to be some friction there. No, no. <laughs> they, they kept mentioning old Bill, and I didn't know what that meant. I, I, and again, I, I just like you, I didn't want to rewind it and try to figure it. things out. Yeah, and then when so the the final final reveal of the movie is that so West Ham's rival club is Millwall, uh, Millwall, and the leader of that firm is like this big juggernaut looking bruiser dude. I would call him a juggernaut. Would you call him? Yeah, juggernaut's good. Colossus. Yeah, yeah. So he's just like a big mook. Is that offensive? <laughs> I've never heard the term before. Yeah, he's a big mook. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, he's been kind of like this kind of menacing dude in the background, and then it turns out that he actually killed Danny's brother, um, and he framed Gilly for the murder, and that's why Gilly hasn't been forthright with Danny. Yeah, because he's been blackmailed. Right. Oh, but I, and then it turns out he's also the chief of police or some kind of law DCI, enforcement. Yeah. He's a DCI. There you go. So he's he's a, he's in law enforcement, and he's you know, also, you know, spearheading these illegal fights. And, um, I can, I, can, I don't, I don't so, like, why? Like, who cares? Like you, you tweeted me before I got to this part, you were like, there's twists and turns. And I was like, do you know what? Knowing there probably will be. Yeah. And so their reveal of him, because he's Vic's boss, because Vic's like been trying to pursue this. Vic is the, uh, uh-huh. the detective who friend. does that like roundhouse <laughs> kick when he, yeah. he, he shows off his skills. Yeah. In, like one of the early scenes. Yeah. So like, you know, he's going to join in yeah. at some point. Uh, he so was like, kind of like the, the Falcon to Danny's <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> That's how I describe his character. Um, so he's been, he's been basically told to like, stop pursuing this. Like you're not going to go anywhere. 
but he goes into his boss's office, and, like you see, like DCI, like Mook or whatever, <laughs> and and he walks in, and literally the reveal is just the Colossus's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's just a single shot on his face, and he's just kind of like. Like, and then like that's it. Like yeah. that's the big reveal. I cracked up laughing. Like that's that's my note for it. It's just ha 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 ha. Uh, yeah, it was, spectacular. It got me because I guess I just um, yeah. I guess it got me too because like I said, I actually honestly did think that that Gilly was the mastermind. Well, cause so here's, here's the, here's what got me was right before the reveal. Mm-hmm. I think it was Gilly said basically something to this effect. Like, look, I know you've got the law on your side, but the only way that you're going to like find any like closure through this is through this illegal activity that we've set up. When does he say this? <laughs> I think when he's, when he's like explaining himself saying that, like, I'm not, uh-huh. I didn't kill your brother. Yeah. He's like, he's like, look, I know that you're working for like with law enforcement and like I could, I could like easily testify like to, to help you, but forget that we just have to fight them. (laughs) And Uh, really that's where they, which montage one, which, (laughs) because that's, because that's what I took away from this movie was, uh, if you need a pastime montage, yeah. Every activity needs to be shown, but you can show it in two to three second clips. They became such good fighters in such a short amount of time. Like you would almost, they practiced a lot. Yeah, they did. And, and again, they were so like, reluctant. that's when I had the thought, like, why are you guys doing this? Because so he wakes them up early to train and they're so like, I don't want to. And I was like, well, then don't, and don't, <laughs> don't, don't fight. <laughs> like if you really don't want to, nobody's making you like just enjoy soccer, man. But here's, here's the other like moral of the story that I took is that, um, hooligan firms are actually good okay uh because they get you into shape and you learn <laughs> discipline i don't know gilly didn't seem like you lost much weight or anything well that's because like there's you can't you he can't simulate him. it yeah i was i was hoping i was like i did have this thought while watching that uh-huh. like they would have like took like they filmed all the pre-workout stuff yeah and then like took a three month break and <laughs> Gilly just like worked out the entire time. And then for the final scenes, like he's ripped. <clears throat> that I, didn't happen though. No, it didn't. Yeah. That, I just didn't. I, this movie, like it, it's obvious that it could have just been any random movie about underground fighting. And then they just kind of at the last minute threw in the green street collection <laughs> connection. Hey, we've got this, we've got this kid that kind of kind looked of like exactly Elijah like Wood. Like we can tie this in. <laughs> They probably filmed the entire movie, and then in the editing, they're like, "Hey, wait a minute, hey, this guy, this guy look familiar to you?" <laughs> he probably does play like Frodo in like uh, a bootleg Lord of the Rings movie. That's probably his claim to fame. He plays Frodo in a fan film. That's that's how he got cast. Yeah, so uh, I did think at some point in the movie that the gangsters from the first scene were going to be part of the plot. But they weren't at all. Yeah, they absolutely were not. No. Um, <clears throat> what else did I think was going to come back? I think uh, I really did think there would be at some point in the movie a second female character. <laughs> and, and every time Molly showed up, I was like, "Don't you have a friend? <laughs> you have a sister? Somebody's got a sister? Yeah, no, no, just Molly." Um, 
So I liked that Molly had that rule about how she doesn't date members from the firm. And I was like, it's <laughs> a dumb rule. Well, and she's very like, she's very quick to break it. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. two seconds. Well, she's like, she's, she's like, break it with Gilly. Or... She's like, yeah, like that was my thing was like, like, okay. It's it, not a real rule. It's, it's not a rule. Like, if that's what you want to tell, like, all the other guys that you, like, just <laughs> want to say no to, yeah. that's fine. But you clearly want to say yes to this guy. So don't tell him your fake rule. Just be like, oh, yeah, cool. I'm totally down to have this sex montage with you. <laughs> that was so bad. Uh Anyways, uh, this is because this is, uh, it has soccer in its title, yeah. this podcast. Um, this is for the people that actually like know soccer. So they come out of the match and they're like, oh, oh, bruv, like, would we, <laughs> they say the V's are yeah. prevalent, bruva. Um, that was my favorite. I, I, have, to, I have to say, I, that's the one part of the movie I legitimately enjoyed. Uh, they come out and they're like, yeah, we smashed them three nothing. Yeah. Uh, and Donnie's like, oh yeah, like we're going to go to Europe. Like we're going to, we're going to make Europe (laughs) and we're going to smash Manchester on the way. And I'm like, Danny boy, like (laughs) you've been away from soccer for a long time. Like I, I saw like you were watching on the television, like you gotta know West Ham's not good anymore. Like that's the kind of thing you say when you're a fan of the team. You're. Uh, no, see, <laughs> I know a West Ham fan. Yeah. He knows that they're not good. Maybe that's just what you say when you're at the pub with your mates. I don't know. Bruv. <laughs> um, so there were three main montages. Okay. Uh, there was... There's, well, three main types of montages. One of them happened like five or six times and then two others. Several training montages. Yeah. Um, there was a training montage... Uh, immediately followed by a drinking montage. Yeah, and then there's a montage and there's of them a, going up the, the the ranks. Oh yeah, there's a fighting montage. Fighting I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. There's right. also a sex montage. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> that wasn't like a montage of multiple sex sessions. I think it was just <laughs> no. It was a montage of one sexing, <laughs> yes, and they're like they just like show you different. Like it's it's like some as a kid, montage. It's, it's like somebody just like skipping through their porn. <laughs> like I don't think it was a montage. It was a montage because they showed like just like yeah, indiscriminate just a, clips. That's a scene of the with, same act with dissolves. That's that's not a montage. It didn't dissolve. They just they just cut and it was the same music behind <laughs> it. Like they they clearly wanted to show like the yeah. full act, but they didn't have time for it, so they just cut it down yeah. into a montage. Did you learn anything about soccer culture watching this movie? So that was the thing was my, my takeaways were, um, one, like soccer culture has changed, mm-hmm. but it actually hasn't because now it's just a fight club. It is. Yeah. Um, but those fight clubs are good because although people die, um, you form an intense bond with people and you get fit. Yeah. Um, so that's good, but I was glad that they tied it back to soccer. The final fight is on a soccer field. Yeah, they did the final <laughs> was, fight being on the soccer. That was <laughs> that really like 
brought it home to me. It was very, like, the whole thing was very, like, Street Fighter, like, the video game where, like, <laughs> yeah, like each fight was happening in a different yeah, locale. Yeah, like, like, they're bringing flares into a parking yeah. garage, and that was pretty cool. The last fight on the soccer pitch was not underground at all. Like, anybody could have walked up at that scene. <laughs> well, they, and they did. Yeah. The police walked in, right. banging on their riot shields. <laughs> oh, God. And, and, that was and, the, then, and then Vic arrests his superior officer yeah. while he's suspended. That didn't make any sense. I kept thinking, um, I was totally not engaged in this movie and in any of the fights. I was just kind of not paying attention. And then when we got to the last fight, I was like, okay, I should pay attention to this because this is the last fight. And it's if they put any effort into any of these fights, it's most likely this one. Nothing. No. I was like, this is so boring. It's not interesting at all. No. Uh, I didn't like it. I would I'll- watch Green Street 4 if Tony Jaw was in it. <laughs> That's how I would watch Green Street 4. I want to I want to see Green Street 4 centered around Molly. Okay. Uh what is she is she fighting? Yeah. Okay. Cuz she's clearly a badass. Yeah. Clearly has like self-defense oh. skills. So in Green Street Prob- 4, Green Street 4 is Krav McGraw. Yeah. <laughs> Her Jewish brother like <laughs> So she she has a brother. We didn't listen to the scene that explains this, but let's just say that she has a brother who's fighting in the Israeli like armed forces or something. And uh, this is so West Ham does make it to Europe. Yeah, and they go. go to Europe and, and, and somehow like on the on the away trips. Yeah, and Molly is now like the leader because Danny died. He did die. Yeah, um, in the Expendables four. <laughs> The movies universes have to cross over. Uh, and then somehow she also has to be in danger of losing the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, absolutely. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's definitely in danger of fighting the bar. But then they switch things up, and they win back the bar, not through fighting, but through dancing. The and, then we get, and then we get to the Step Up series? Yeah, so Gilly and, and Mookie and all the rest <laughs> of them have to learn ballroom dancing or something. Yeah. 